Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of MSTA Presents. Uh, we are getting back into weekly podcasts. The school year has started back up and uh, have a guest today that I, I think many of our members will find helpful and, and find interesting. Lindsay Clark is the chief borrower advocate for Savvy. Hi, Lindsay. Hey, Todd. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. And so not all of our members know what Savvy is. It's one of the benefits that we offer and provide provide our members. And uh, we thought that this would be helpful and important to have you join us and talk a little bit about what Savvy does and, and its relationship to student loans. And now that I've said that word, I know a lot of people have perked up their ears. So um, I, I thought we would start kind of with that question. You know, who who is Savvy? What What do you do? And um, can you uh, tell us how Savvy can help MSTA members? Absolutely. So Savvy is a social impact technology startup based in Washington, D.C. Uh, we were founded by student loan experts and advocates who had been fighting on behalf of the borrower for almost a decade. Uh, and in 2017, this was the first year that borrowers could start applying for a program called Public Service Loan Forgiveness. And I think we're going to touch on that a little bit later mm -hmm. on. All to say that you know over 100,000 borrowers applied for this program and 99% were rejected for one reason or another. A lot of sort of administrative bureaucracies, complications, the program was really difficult to navigate. So our co-founders saw this and decided to do something about it. So they developed Savvy as a technology platform and a service to help borrowers uh, like you all, like myself. I have a little over $200,000 in student loan debt. So okay. if it makes any of your listeners or members feel better about their own situations, then mission accomplished <laughs> right off the bat. Uh, but help borrowers like us not only better understand our student loan debt, but to navigate successfully from start to finish around some of these really complicated and overwhelming programs with the goal of being to eventually get forgiveness, right? Um, but along the way, we try to make the experience of being a student loan borrower better, because I think many people can agree it stinks. Uh, mm -hmm. And so we try to do that by identifying as much additional savings that borrowers can get through things like income-driven repayment plans, um, so that eventually, right, we're leading up to that forgiveness. Um, you know, we really, we pride ourselves on being a, a public benefit company, which means it exists in our mission and charter to serve the public benefit. Uh, and that's exactly why we work with organizations like the NEA. You know, we mm -hmm. work with a lot of great uh, partners across the country um, because we firmly believe that when borrowers are better educated and more informed about their debt, they're more empowered as consumers. Uh, mm -hmm. So this tool that we've developed can help show borrowers their best options uh, when it comes to repayment and forgiveness. Uh, and then we actually take on all of that administrative burden for them. All the paperwork applications that are required for these programs, we do it all for them. So it ensures that they're able to get into these programs, stay in them, and then cross the finish line around that forgiveness. So you you um, you mentioned our competition, which is perfectly fine because, <laughs> it no, it's perfectly fine. And the reason I say that is because we sometimes take ideas from one another and we were trying to find the best option for our members, um, regardless of who Savvy was working with beforehand. And um, you were willing to work with us and we wanted to work with you uh, because of what you were doing for teachers, not just in Missouri, but teachers nationwide, uh, teachers working with NEA in, in other states and then other independents as well. Um, so when you talk about uh, Savvy in Missouri and the legislation, how how I know it it's going to affect teachers nationwide, but um, thinking of of just teachers in general, um, 
what is uh, the the new legislation that that was passed for student loans? Um, can you talk about some of the changes that that's going to bring and how it will affect teachers? Yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, the Pre President Biden's student debt relief plan, which was this idea of canceling, you know, 10 to 20,000 student loans, you know, went all the way up to the Supreme Court and was basically struck down. Uh, and so it wasn't able to be implemented. You know, now I know for many teachers, the average student loan debt, I think, is about $30,000 or so. So that forgiveness amount would have been really impactful. Right. Uh, and so with that not able to go through, you know, the administration is looking at other avenues to pursue something similar. Uh, but what I would say is we've seen a lot of improved legislation around repayment and other forgiveness plans, uh, more specifically around income driven repayment plans. So the administration uh, and the Department of Education just announced this summer a new type of income-driven repayment plan called the SAVE plan. This is going to be the most affordable repayment plan yet uh, and is going to help a lot of borrowers ease back into repayment uh, come October, which is in a few days now when payments are going to be set to resume. Uh, so that is something that uh, we're, we're excited about and, again, should help to keep monthly payments lower for most student loan borrowers across the board. Uh, there have also been a lot of improvements around the public service loan forgiveness program. Most uh, school teachers are eligible for this program. Uh, and, you know, previously, um, there had been a lot of technicalities and regulations that unfortunately prevented a lot of teachers uh, and just public servants in general from being successful with it. Over the last couple of years, they've made a lot of improvements to that policy. Uh, and now what we're seeing is, uh, I would say, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of more people that are going to qualify, and it's become easier to qualify. So if there are borrowers out there who have not explored their options under that program, I highly recommend they do so. Uh, because again, this is something that's improved. They've taken away some of those eligibility requirements. You're now able to get some retroactive credit for things that you wouldn't have been able to get credit for uh, before. So, you know, a lot of people might have taken a look at this program a couple of years ago and said, oh, I'm not going to qualify or, you know, I have to start back over at zero. That's not the case now. That's all changed. So I would say that's probably one of the biggest, most important sort of legislative improvements that we've seen over the last couple of years. So, Lindsay, you you kind of you, you mentioned this, but I, I didn't know if there was a so things start back up in October and next week. <laughs> Um, is there a specific date that we need to, and, and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do the podcast this week in September, uh, but is there a specific date or, or some dates that uh, teachers should be aware of? Yeah. So, you know, the, the uh, pandemic relief that started back in March of 2020, right, right at the, right when the CARES Act went into effect, uh, it had since been extended several times that officially came to an end on August 30th. And this relief basically waived interest and payments. So payments were $0, interest 0%. So that ended August 30th. September 1st, interest officially resumed. So borrowers' interest uh, went back into uh, sort of effect, and they began accumulating that interest. And then starting in October, bills will be due. Now, every borrower has a different due date. Uh, so there's not one exact day where everyone's going to be paying their bills. Okay. Everyone's going to have a different due date. So, um, you know, my recommendation would be to make sure you know uh, what that due date is. Is Bills should be going out right now. They're supposed to send you your bill 21 days before your due date. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be sometime in October, um, and you should be seeing that right about now. Okay. Um, so 
then this is timely for us to be able to get the information out, but then also to start reminding our members to to start paying attention to the mail and uh, and information that that will be coming in because they haven't had to in some cases for for months. Yeah, um, years even three. I mean, yeah, three, you're right, years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard hard to comprehend that you know that it's something's coming around that you may not have paid attention to for a number of years, but yeah, it's something to that to to pay attention to and be ready for. Exactly. Um, you 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 said this earlier, and and when it comes to MSTA members, almost all of them qualify for public ser- service loan forgiveness. Um, are there any changes to the program or resources that we should share with our members uh, looking at PLSF? Yeah. So with, with public service loan forgiveness, maybe it would just be how I can give sort of a two yeah. minute pressure on That's that. Perfect. It can be a little complicated. So this program began back in October of 2007. Uh, actually under the Bush administration. Uh, and it is written into law. It's not like a Biden's forgiveness program where it's up for debate. This is actual law and it's not going anywhere. If you have student loan debt, even if a new administration were to come in and try to change it, you'd be grandfathered in. So we, I get that question a lot, people worrying about whether this is going to be around a couple of years from now, um, and it will be. Uh, but all to say that this program basically is geared towards people working in public service, which is any government organization at any level, federal, state, local, or tribal, or any non-for-profit 501c3. And basically you have to work uh, for a cumulative, okay, so not consecutive, but cumulative 10 years uh, for a qualifying public service employer uh, while making payments on those loans, okay? Um, And it's completely retroactive. So any employment that you've had from October 2007 to present day is fair game. If you've worked for a couple of different employers over that period of time, as long as they qualify, you can get credit for those periods of time. So you basically need to reach this 10 years total or what they would say is 120 payments. Okay. Now, one of the biggest things that I I think all of your listeners should be aware of, um, and especially those pursuing public service loan forgiveness Uh, is that for the past three years of payment pause, right? So while you haven't had to make a payment, all three of those years or three plus years count as progress towards those 10 years. So you'll have a situation now where basically borrowers are almost a third of the way closer to full forgiveness on their student loans without having to have made a payment. And this is significant because normally under the program, you need to make a payment in order to sort of get one of these credits towards the 120 you need total. Mm-hmm. So a big thing for borrowers to know, because I find there's a lot of sort of misinformation, confusion about that, that you are going to get credit towards that forgiveness for the past, you know, three and a half years uh, of payment pause. So that should put you significantly closer uh, to that forgiveness. A lot of borrowers actually might even be there right now and not even realize it and not even have to worry about uh, repaying their loans. Another thing that's really improved about this program is you know, one of the technicalities or qualifications was you needed to have a certain type of federal student loan. Uh, And that was what's called a direct federal loan. And if you didn't have a direct federal loan, let's say you had an older type of federal loan, uh, you would need to consolidate it in order to make it eligible. And I won't get too much into the weeds here, but all to say that borrowers who were told they needed to consolidate were basically forced to start back over at zero. So you had a situation where people would have worked for maybe a decade or more and told, ah, you didn't have the right loan type, you're going to need to basically start over. None of that time counts. Well, now, since they've made some of these changes over the last three years, uh, that period before is going to count. So you now have a situation where if you've had student loan debt, 
at least since October 2007 or, or you know, uh, later or earlier, uh, you have been working for a qualifying employer. Basically, though, that period of time can count for you as long as you are still working right now. So I highly suggest, uh, it, you know, it's in everyone's best interest to, especially if you've been working for a qualifying employer, to pursue this program. And we can definitely share some links on, on how to go about doing that as well. Okay. So, and I will certainly share the links. I'll share the link for Savvy's website as well. Is there, is there anything on the website or any, as, as things start to ramp back up here in the next few weeks, is there a, a place that teachers should be paying attention to on the website or is there other information out there that they should be paying attention to as things start back up? You know, I would say there is a lot of, there's a lot of noise out there. It's hard to really find find uh, the signal, you know, studentaid.gov. This is the okay. official website for the Department of Education. That is where you are going to find the most up-to-date and most accurate and official information regarding any of these programs. You know, if you've ever taken out a federal student loan, you are going to have what's called a federal student aid ID. Uh, that's basically what you were given when you took out the loan. Uh, and if you log into that FSA ID account on studentaid.gov, that's going to show you sort of an official record of your federal student loan profile, basically. Um, and this is really important because it's going to show you things like uh, your servicer. Your federal servicer is a company like Mohila, Nelnet, Navient. These are the private companies that are contracted by the Department of Education in the repayment and management of your student loan. So that's who's sending you that bill. You're going and logging onto that online account, right? Setting that up. You want to make sure you're getting that uh, right correspondence, right? Especially as bills are coming through. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned this because over the last couple of years, some of the biggest federal servicers actually ended their federal contracts. And what that meant for a borrower who had that servicer, I mean, I'll give myself as an example, you know, I had Navient, my loans were moved to a different servicer for management. And I didn't even see the email until about six months later. So it's really important, especially as we are entering into October now, right? And, and payments are going to begin uh, to be due to know what servicer you have um, and make sure your contact information is up to date and the method of, of contact, whether it's paperless or you want okay. mail so that you can be getting that information. Yeah. Lindsay, this has been really, I, I don't have a loan, but I have family and I have uh, family friends and, and uh, fa direct family that are teachers yeah. and uh, they do have loans. And so I, I think it's important for, for me to know this information as well, to make sure that they're on top of what they need to be on top of and they're they're paying attention to what's happening. So this has been helpful. I think the information you're sharing is helpful not only to those who have student loans, but those who have family members that have student loans as well um, to make sure that they're they, they know that things are are starting back up really. Um, as we wrap up, is there any any last words that you want to share anything else before we kind of finish here? No, I was just going to say, you know, making sure you know what servicer you have, when that due date is. Uh, and if you're looking at that student loan bill thinking, how am I going to afford this, uh, which I know a lot of people, myself included, you know, are, like I said, there is that new income driven repayment plan that is now available uh, to enroll the save plan. And that can help to really make those monthly payments affordable. Um, and so you're going to want to do that as soon as possible, at least before that first uh, payment date in October. And obviously, Savvy can help you with this. So yes, and that's, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, and and that's why I'm glad that we have you as a, as an option for our members. I think that that is going to be very helpful to to several of our members, especially 
our, our new members who are starting into into the process of of teaching. It's one less thing that they have to. I mean, they they need to be aware of it, but it's nice to know that somebody is there paying attention to what's happening to, to them and for them, so that they can be on top of their student loans. So, Lindsay, thank you for being willing to talk to me today. I know we we uh, crammed a lot of information into a short amount of time, but you know, at the end, I think it's really important that people know that we have there. There's a place for them to go. Uh, we'll put the show notes or the the links to these websites in the show notes so that they're able to get there. I'll make sure to put the studentaid.gov link. And uh, if there are any questions people have, they'll know how to get to Savvy and get those questions answered for them. Um, So Lindsay, thank you again. Thank you, Chad. (laughs) It was great. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. And we will have another episode of MSTA Presents in the next few weeks. Thanks for listening. 